Five Pensacola. Hour number three, seven eleven. So it's that's the time. That's I don't I mean I'm not telling you to go to seven eleven. Slurpy time. Slurpy time. Uh, it's seven eleven right now. Fifty degrees here in the area, right around fifty, depending on where you are. It's gonna be a high of about sixty two, about the same temperature it was yesterday. Nice clear day again today. Uh, pretty much be like that uh, the, the rest of the week here, and then uh, over the weekend we'll get some rain. Uh, possibly, uh, but it should be fairly nice. Uh, crisp, clean air day like it has been the last few days. Uh, and then, uh, you know, it's not going to last very long. We'll have it for a few weeks, right? And then it's going to start, the humidity levels are going to start hitting again. So enjoy it while we got it. They, uh, coming up here a little bit later on the show, in about 10 minutes, we'll get a quick update from David Wayne over the newsroom. And then we're going to talk about a story I heard yesterday on Pits Call Right Now with Joe and Austin pertaining to 3D printing. That was kind of freaky. Yeah. Kind of a freaky story about 3D printing. So we'll talk about that in about 10 minutes right here on Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. President Biden says he has made a decision on how to respond to the drone attack in Jordan. But he's forgotten what he was what he was going to do now. So he made that decision and then uh, forgot, forgot what it was. <laughs> So he uh, did say, he told reporters yesterday that um, he's still holding Iran responsible. Even though they're, of course, coming out and saying no, they didn't have anything to do with it. He says, yeah, they're still holding Iran responsible. And um, then he basically left there, came down to Florida, to South Florida. And um, he's attending fundraisers, you know, campaign fundraisers and stuff like that. That's what he's doing down there. Because that's important. Well, yeah, that's extremely important. That's what he's decided to do against. He said, I've decided what I will do in response to the drone attack. I'm going to Miami. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to see the Golden Girls uh, (laughs) making coffee. Exactly. Well, he's down there. There was a bunch of protesters, not against him. They were actually protesting. They were wanting a ceasefire in Gaza. Jewish Voice for Peace says they're calling for an immediate ceasefire. They want the United States to stop sending aid to the Israeli military. And so this is my thing. I have a couple friends I've been talking to about this who are they're basically part of this group, Jewish Voice for Peace, or at least they support them. And and they're like, we, we got to have a ceasefire. And I'm like, where is your passion for the ceasefire before Hamas shoots rockets into Israel? I was like, we get a ceasefire every seven or eight years. And then 100% of the time, 100%. Of the time, the ceasefire is broken by Hamas. <laughs> it's not broken by Israel. Israel's not the one that starts it. They're the ones that ramp it up and show their might and power compared to Hamas. But they're not the ones that start it. It's, a, it's like, we need a ceasefire. Oh, now you want a ceasefire. Why don't you, where are you at when Hamas, 
Hamas ends up shooting rockets in Israel, going out there and protesting, going, stop shooting rockets in Israel. They're going to destroy you. That's where your rage should be. Holy vey. Let's get traffic on the fives, Jake Walker. Okay, uh, just showing up on the map, and we did get a tip from our traffic tip line, 437-1620. If you are on Fairfield this morning and you're getting towards the, the intersection of Hollywood Avenue and Fairfield, it's slow in both directions between Hollywood and um, North W Street. Just very, very slow. I'm not seeing an accident. I do see an indicator for some construction there. Uh, so that's road work on West Fairfield Drive headed towards Hollywood. Uh, other than that, we're looking great around town. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. If you're coming out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, no accidents there. And Highway 29 South through Cantonment is flowing. If you see anything out there, always let us know. Call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You're listening to Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew here on News Radio 92.3. I, I got to say, it, it looks like a beautiful morning out this morning. Just a, it, it sure does. Just a pretty, the sun's out, just looks pretty out, out there. So yep. I like the way it's looking out there. President El Presidente Trump will stay on the Illinois presidential primary ballot. Yeah, the state board of electors voted to dismiss yet another challenge to his eligibility. Uh, the bipartisan board voted unanimously against the lawsuit brought by a group of voters saying that uh, he shouldn't be on the ballot. And they said, nah, okay, nah, he'll be on the ballot. What so, state was that? Illinois. Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. Which, what, what about Illinois? <laughs> One, <sucks>. two, three. <laughs> Illinois sucks. <laughs> so I had somebody call into pep talk from Illinois uh, after the show, and, uh -oh. and uh, he was like, nope, no, it's okay. I agree with him. It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, especially if they're down here, I know so many people that were like, that, that lived in Illinois when I was there on the air who live down here now. Mm -hmm. they live Or they live in Orange Beach or they live Gulf Shores. They live down this way somewhere. They all left. And they're all like, I'm friends with so many of them that have left, and they're always telling their friends in Illinois, like, get out of there. There's no reason to be there. Sucks. So it's not it's not nice. Um, there's uh, So Trump will be on the ballot there in Illinois. And... Uh, we're just getting closer and closer to the uh, the Battle of the Dementias uh, in 2024. November 2024, Battle of Dementia. I think that's really the only reason why Haley is, is staying in there because she really thinks she has a chance, and I do too. It's like at some point, you know, I don't know. Is Trump going to make a gaffe where people are going to really start believing this and going, hmm, maybe he's slipping too? He is slipping. Yeah, he is. He's not the, he's not the same. He's not as sharp as he was four years ago. And, uh, yeah, Nikki Haley, can you imagine that? So, so by the way, by the way, Governor DeSantis did not drop out of the race. Tim Scott did not drop out of the race. Vivek Ramaswamy did not drop out of the race. They suspended their campaigns. Oh. Mm -hmm. So you suspend your campaign just in case the front runner has some health issue or a legal issue and has to drop out. And then they're back and, in. And then all of a sudden, I'm unsuspending my campaign. But you got people like Nikki Haley's like, yeah, I'm going to not suspend my campaign so that I continue to build momentum just in case something like that happens. There's somebody on the Democrat side doing those, doing that as well. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. 
is still in the race and he's still on ballots and he's still he hasn't suspended his campaign either. So can you imagine in the next six, seven, eight months, Biden and Trump, both for whatever reasons, not being in the race anymore. And now we've got November 2024 is Nikki Haley versus RFK Jr. Oh, eh, maybe maybe that'll be. So we go from the battle of dementia to I don't know what you would call that battle, but uh, it'd be an interesting one. That would be a lot more interesting to me. RFK Jr. against Nikki Haley, that'd be a much, I'd be much more interested in November 2024 than I am right now. Right now, it's just like, oh, geez. Ugh. Okay, we're going to do this again. All right, coming up here next, we're going to get a quick update. Uh, I'm mispronouncing Illinois because Illinois sucks. <laughs> Somebody's like, why do you keep saying throwing the S on Illinois? Because Illinois sucks. So, well, Have they ever heard like of the Baltimore Orioles? Uh, oh my gosh, that was bad. Yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> Illinois is yeah. So, oh well. Coming up here next, uh, we will get a quick update from David Wayne over in the newsroom. Oh, I do want to bring this up about Chicago, which is in Illinois. Uh, Chicago's population peaked back in 1950. 1950 was the peak of the population. There was around 3.6 million people living in the city back then. Now, it's just down to 2.7 million, according to the latest census. So, almost a million fewer residents in Chicago now than 1950. That's a, that's a little bit of a surprise to me. I knew we've had a population decline in the state of Illinois in general over the past many years, but... Um, I still wouldn't have thought. I still would have thought the population would have been more now than 1950, but now it's almost a million fewer residents. All right, it's Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Here's today's strength for life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Allow me to give you four get-along statements from Philippians chapter 2. Statement number one, have the same love. The Bible tells us to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love thy neighbor as thyself. Statement number two, obey the prohibition against strife and vain glory. Essentially, God says stop it. Statement number three, have a humble heart. The Bible calls it lowliness of mind. Statement number four, stop looking at how to help yourself and start looking at how to help others. If you'll practice these four principles in your workplace, in your marriage, or in any human relationships, you will find them to be four very effective get-along principles. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. David's Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish, fresh Gulf seafood, and delicious homemade sides. Weekday specials include two times Tuesday, six free shrimp added to the six-piece dinner. Wednesdays offer lunch basket specials and everyone's favorite Shrimp-tastic Thursday, five bucks off all-you-can-eat shrimp. Serving fresh seafood daily. Visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. See you at David's. 
Pensacola Little Theater presents The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime, February 2nd through the 18th. See the story that's visually told through the mind of 15-year-old Christopher John Francis Boone, a mathematical genius with an unspecified autism spectrum disorder. The show is a mystery surrounding the death of Wellington, his neighbor's dog. Get your tickets now for The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime at the Pensacola Little Theater box office or at PensacolaLittleTheater.com. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at VFW.org. It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms. just a very well done song very well done song. in terms of covers you know i usually don't like yeah. covers yeah uh and remakes but Depends. man yeah this one was made for him yeah this was made for him he he made this one his own for sure kind of like elvis used to do with some of his like most of elvis stuff was all remake it was all covers and oh, yeah. uh, but he he made them his and that's this is this is lenny kravitz man all the way uh, let's get traffic on the fires with Jake Walker right here on News Radio 923. Okay, all right. Well, I'm not seeing any major slowdowns or accidents to report to you this morning. Um, there was that one section of, that was uh, North Fairfield going towards Hollywood. Um, don't know what's going on there. I'm not seeing an accident. Um, so if anybody has eyes on that, that's uh, uh, Fairfield Drive at Hollywood. Got some slowdown in both directions there. Uh, otherwise, around town, 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. And if you're coming out of Milton this morning on Highway 90, I don't see anything slowing you down. If you do see something, though, call or text us on our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Um, there is a kind of a freaky story pertaining to 3D printing that I heard on Pensacola Right Now yesterday with Joe and Austin. I want to talk about that shortly. But first, let's go over to David Wayne in the newsroom. David. Well, in Illinois, officials say Donald Trump can stay on the state's presidential primary ballot. The Illinois Board of Elections voted yesterday to dismiss a challenge to Trump's eligibility over his alleged actions in the Capitol riot. The board voted unanimously against a lawsuit that uh, was filed by a group of voters. The Israeli military now flooding tunnels again under Gaza with large amounts of water. Their uh, effort aims to keep the Palestinian militant group Hamas from using the tunnels that they've built. You mean Hamas? Yes, that, exactly. Uh, and uh, the plan. Not to be confused with Hamas. That's true. Hamas Completely separate. And Hamas. Yes. Two different things. One of them's Completely good for you, one of them's yeah. bad for you. Absolutely. And uh, hey, do you rem- did you ever watch American Idol? No. No? Okay. Well, uh, William Hung, he went viral for oh, the American is, Idol audition. Yeah. You may remember it. Talk to me. Ooh. Tell me your name. You blow me off. Very like good. Very good. Ooh, that hurts my ears. I'm taking away People like are trying to drive, David. People are trying yeah, to drive. Baby. 
Hold on. I'm enjoying this. This is the best part right here. Oh. We're going to drive off the road. I've got all his albums. Anyway, uh, William Hung is apparently going to work not as a singer, but now for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. He's now 41 and going to work as a crime analyst. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Um, that's uh, at 41 years old, going to be a crime analyst. But apparently, cool. he's he's actually had a pretty interesting career. I, I don't know why his singing never took it off, never but did. he also was a professional poker player for a while. Oh, wow. Okay. But that led to a gambling addiction. Well, <laughs> oh, okay. Bring you up and yeah. bring you down. That's yeah, what I do. Exactly. Before, huh? yeah. yeah, you set me up on that one. There's, uh, well, speaking of uh, since he, he became a. Who works for the L.A. Police Department at 41 years old. I did see this story. Uh, a D.C. recruit, Washington, D.C., is going to uh, he's going to graduate in April and is poised to become uh, Metropolitan Police Academy's oldest rookie. Michael Smith, he played pro basketball overseas in the 1990s. He'll be four months shy of his 61st birthday when he graduates. So 61 wow. years old when he joins the police department. Hmm, so, very interesting. Yeah. You know, there's a TV show about an old man who becomes a rookie, uh, a rookie in the police department in LA. Uh, it's, it's actually it's called The Rookie. Oh, The Rookie. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, remember, I saw trailers for that. I've not seen that though. So, is it any good? It's, it's actually very good. Yeah. Oh, all hmm. right. You like everything though. I do like everything. I'm very easy to please. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's just I can't take your your judgment on this. So. Is that, is that the one with? Is that the one with Niecy Nash, and and the really handsome guy? The rookie, I think, yeah, it's on. Uh, I think it's on CBS, ABC, ABC, sorry. ABC. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think I've seen that. Uh, I heard this story. Thanks, David. I heard this story yesterday on Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. I was like, oh, gross. 3D printing technology. I mean, you can print. You can build houses now with 3D printing. You can do all kinds of things. They're mm-hmm. doing different body parts even now with 3D printing. Like uh, it's helping with surgery. There's little things they can do. Well, apparently, it's become so advanced now. Researchers are using it to print human skin it's the jello like substance can flex stretch and sense just like the real thing hmm. researchers at texas a&m says e-skin <laughs> has a ton of potential beyond helping those injured from in burns well i could see that yeah, yeah that'd be nice uh but it could also be used in robotics, healthcare, and lead to wearable technology that monitors monitors vital signs. And you know, immediately what I start thinking of is, okay, we take wearable skin, combine it with a robot, combine it with AI, and what do you got? The end of the world. It's Pensacola Morning News <laughs> with Bobby Rossi. Well, filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. News. I'm Chris Foster. This coming Saturday, February 3rd, is the one-year anniversary of a toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. The White House says President Biden will be there sometime next month. He was criticized for not going then. People were really, really mad at President Biden, and the administration gave us a whole list of stuff that he did. We know that he sent the Transportation Secretary, Pete Buttigieg, but that's not the same thing. Fox's Peter Ducey. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas is closer to becoming the first cabinet secretary impeached in 148 years. The House Homeland Security Committee voted to approve articles of impeachment, setting up a vote maybe next week 
on the full House floor. The 18 to 15 vote comes as Republicans decry his handling of border security. All committee Republicans voted in favor, while the Democrats unified against it. Fox's Marianne Rafferty, there's not enough support in the Senate to actually remove Mayorkas from office with a two-thirds vote. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92, 48 degrees. The sun shining this morning in Pensacola. The escaped work release inmate that briefly caused a school lockdown yesterday, now back in jail. The Escambia County Sheriff's Office says 44-year-old Justin Thompson was arrested within an hour of his escape yesterday afternoon. That incident did lead to a brief lockdown at Beulah Middle Beulah Middle School, and so far there's no word on exactly how Thompson was able to walk away from the work detail. He's been in jail since the beginning of January on several felony charges. Thompson is previously accused of stealing a trailer with items inside, possession of meth, and then smuggling contraband into the county jail. Officials say he now likely will face additional charges for the escape attempt. The Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office has confirmed those remains that were found earlier this month on Popcorn Road were 25-year-old Cameron Bellinger. Uh, Bellinger went missing this past July after traveling to Milton to visit friends the month before. The Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office says that investigation is still ongoing. FDLE says a Pensacola man is now behind bars accused of soliciting a child for sex online. Yeah, 31-year-old James Michael Burkett is now facing a total of five charges, including use of a two-way communication device to facilitate a felony. The investigation started last November when he allegedly initiated communication on social media with who he believed to be a 13-year-old girl. Investigators say he was communicating with an FDLE undercover agent and allegedly shared explicit photos of himself and sought to meet for sex acts. Thank you very much. That's News Radio's Joe Ford and Burkett is being held in the Escambia County Jail with no bond. Governor DeSantis says he does not plan to stop offering recruitment bonuses to out-of-state police officers who'd like to move to Florida. Since 2022, uh, we have brought recruits in from every other of the 49 states, as well as two U.S. territories. And yesterday, the governor handed out the 4,000th signing bonus of $5,000 to Bay County Deputy Matthew Beltrop, who came to Florida from Virginia. The state also offers those bonuses to people who sign up for a new career in law enforcement. The city of Pensacola getting closer to closing on the Pensacola Motor Lodge. Uh, we had a meeting internally last week, PPD, Public Works, um, uh, finance department, everything, just to kind of button up everything on our side that once we would take possession of the property that we've, um, you know, obviously we've got to, to, to fence it, uh, some other things like that, put some you know security in place while uh, the letter of intent gets up and going. So Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves says the expected closing date for that sale is February 17th, which did take a bit longer than expected for various reasons. But once the property is acquired, the city is planning to use it for uh, affordable housing. And it is 7.35 at News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? All right, we're still watching Fairfield Drive west of Hollywood. Uh, it's about five blocks starting at W Street. Uh, there's uh, It's down to one lane in the east and westbound lanes due to construction in that area, so a little bit of a slowdown there. Also, uh, I-10 at Pine Forest, we're seeing some slowdown there, as we do usually every morning. 
Uh, Highway 29 South getting through Inslee is starting to slow down a little bit through uh, the, through all the traffic lights there. And Highway 98 is starting its usual backup at the light at Garson Point westbound through Tiger Point there. If you do see anything else out there slowing you down, let us know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thank you very much, Jake. Now our Channel 3 weather forecast. We are going to be seeing a beautiful day today. Temperatures starting off in the 40s. Afternoon highs in the 63 degree range. Mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping near 39. Slightly cooler on Thursday, but still a beautiful afternoon. Mostly sunny skies. High near 58. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 46. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. 48 in Pensacola, 49 in Gulf Breeze, and 47 in Milton. Your next news at 8 o'clock and breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. Boeing narrowed its losses at the end of last year after the mid-flight blowout on a 737 MAX 9 aircraft. Boeing posted a net loss of $30 million, or $0.04 cents a share in the fourth quarter, down from $663 million, or $1.06 a share from a year earlier. The airline did not, however, provide a 2024 outlook. Federal investigators are examining whether the door plug was improperly installed, as well as Boeing's quality control. The FAA did say the 737 MAX 9 can fly again, but did halt Boeing's planned ramp-up in production. Walmart has announced a three-for-one stock split as the retailer's shares sit just below with its all-time high. The retail giant chose to break up shares in part to allow more employees to buy into its stock purchase plan. The additional shares will be payable after the market closes February 23rd. Walmart stock will start trading in a post-split basis February 26th. Futures are mixed. That's your money now. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like CMEX Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel this Friday at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437-1620. It's a dream team, so join them this Friday at 10 a.m. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Are you hungry for news that keeps you informed, is local and dependable? Look no further than News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and on AM 1620. We're your trusted source for all the latest happenings in the Emerald Coast. From breaking news to in-depth reports, we've got you covered. Our team of experienced journalists brings you the stories that matter most to our community. Stay connected with local events, weather updates, and traffic reports, ensuring you're always one step ahead. We're News Radio Pensacola. Informative, local, dependable. It's about 50 degrees here in the Pensacola area. Going to be a high of about 60 or 62, somewhere, somewhere right around there. Maybe a couple degrees warmer than it was yesterday. 
Should still be a nice, crisp, clean air day without very much humidity, which would be nice. It's looking like a beautiful morning so far out uh, this morning. I'm Bobby Rossi, filling in for Andrew McKay right here on News Radio 92.3. He's out this week. If you'd like to weigh in, you can text or call 850-437-1620-850-437-1620. A pizza hut in Canada uh, apparently had some issues the other day. They were only open for takeout and delivery. They had a sign on the door, quote, Due to unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room will be closed this evening. Sorry for the inconvenience. End quote. Yeah, that would be very inconvenient. Well, spell check didn't catch it because yeah. it is a word and it's spelled it spelled correctly. Word. Due to unforeseen circumcisions. <laughs> uh, what? Unforeseen? What are you doing with the pizza cutters back there? <laughs> we got to fix that back door. Yeah. <laughs> There's something going on here. Unforeseen circumcisions. That's not you. You can't unforesee those. <laughs> uh, of course, social media has had a good old time with it. Uh, looks like dinner got cut short. Another social media uh, person guess they're making some staffing cuts. Yeah. So, uh, Pizza Hut apologized. They confirmed it was an autocorrect issue and. They put up a new sign that says, uh, emphasize circumstances, not circumcisions. And they also hyped up a new $5 promotion saying there's no tip required. It's Pensacola. Uh. Hey, they put the sign up, not me. Uh, so, and, and they did the follow-up sign. So I'm just saying, there you go. Oh man. Good morning to you. <laughs> We're keeping it highbrow at 7.41 a.m. People are driving. They're like, oh, Bobby's in. This is Bobby. Bobby's back. I can tell. All right. So the uh, legislative update. We've got the Florida legislative ses- session going on right now. I like to uh, keep an eye on some of the bills moving through committees. Here's one of them. A bill requiring DNA samples from all Florida inmates is ready for the House floor vote. So there's already a bill that requires getting DNA from inmates, but there's a few loopholes in it. So this bill would basically close those loopholes and make sure that we can get DNA from all inmates. When I first read this, I was kind of like, honestly, it was a knee-jerk reaction. I was like, what? That's kind of outrageous. A little scary. We're collecting DNA from all of our inmates. I'm like, inmates are people too. Uh, it just seems weird that we're having a database of DNA from all inmates. Like, you're incarcerated? We own you now. We have all of your DNA. And then I started reading, like, why would they even have this? And, well, the reason why they have it is because they take the DNA of inmates and they compare it to unsolved cases. Uh, what I wasn't able to find is, has this worked? <laughs> like, have they been able to uncover cases? Uh, or is this just something they're hoping it will resolve unsolved cases? So I wasn't able to find any support that shows that it actually has done that. So uh, according to Project Cold Case, a Jacksonville-based nonprofit, though, there were 57,000 homicides in Florida from 1965 to 2021. 57,000 homicides 
1965 to 2021. Of those, 19,549 are still unsolved. Wow. That's, that's way more. If somebody asked me how many unsolved cases would we have from 1965 to now, I'd be like, oh, a couple hundred. That's what I would have thought. Nope. 19,549. So they're hoping DNA collection of inmates may help with that. Although what you could do, you know, you got the DNA now. Maybe you can do some sort of DNA modification now. I got another idea for you for your, your movie here, Jake. Because earlier I was saying what we need to do is we can reduce recidivism rates. Recidivism is when uh, inmates, you know, leave, you get it, you get released, but then you end up committing another crime, you go right back to jail, right? So we can reduce recidivism rates uh, by using Neuralink, the brain chip, put it in their brains, and, and they, basically the brain chip is going to be like, no, you don't want to do crime anymore. Mm-hmm. Instead, you are now a, a nuclear scientist, mm. and you're going to help build rockets to go to Mars for Elon Musk's other company, so SpaceX. And next thing you know, they're also going to populate Mars and things like that. So that was one idea. Here's the other one. We have their DNA. So now we're going to do DNA. We're going to take the DNA and they're going to do scientific studying to figure out what can we do to this DNA that changes the nature of the DNA. Yeah. Edit, edit the sequence. Edit the sequence. And then once they figure out the, the right chemical formula for each specific DNA, then they just inject the inmates with, the, with this new sequence and then it, it, it reduces their tendency for violence reduces their tendency for addictions reduces their tendency for whatever it might be wasn't there a dude with a funky mustache back in the 40s somewhere that had this kind of same idea um little <laughs> short stubby mustache yeah he yeah. kind of had a co- a few complexes yeah there was a, he had a few complexes <laughs> yeah uh yeah. murderous one being one of them yeah that's scary yeah so, uh, no, I think that's kind of weird uh, but uh, to collect the DNA. But I understand why they're doing it. I just don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if it's actually going to work. And then it feels like, pretty, feels like a pretty deep invasion of privacy to just collect people's DNA, even if they are incarcerated. Let's get uh, Traffic of the Fives with Jake Walker. Mm. All right. So Fairfield this morning west of Hollywood. Uh, if you're, it's about five blocks starting at W Street between Hollywood and W Street on Fairfield. They're having some construction in that area. One lane on east and westbound lanes going through uh, Fairfield there. So it's definitely going to cause some slowdown. Also, Highway 29 South getting through Inslee is a little slow this morning from the traffic lights. Also, Highway 98 westbound going through Tiger Point at the light at Garson Point. Uh, it's definitely doing its normal backup. And also, I-10 at Pine Forest showing its normal slowdown and congestion this morning. If you see anything else, else out there let me know 437-1620 i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives uh it's a different viewpoint of collecting dna we need their dna so that we can create more criminals in the future it's part of the democratic takeover of our society oh okay uh here's another one that says it's reprogram uh, reprogramming criminals was part of the plot of the movie demolition day oh yeah sandra mm. bullock and uh sandra Bullock's first movie and it was Sylvester Stallone. That was a good movie. Wesley Snipes. 
Yeah, I forgot about right. that one. Got to find a new movie to make now. Yeah, yeah. already did it. Yeah, already did it. Yeah. Um, predisposition studies for crimes similar to cancer research. Oh, okay, there you go. So you use the DNA to try to figure out if there's some sort of predisposition for, for crime I mean, you based thought, on their DNA yeah. sequencing. You would think it would all just be your mental stability that would cause you to do crime or not but it could no, be a it's going to be dna physiological. physical yes physiological yeah. yes that's the that could be what it is i saw this story here speaking of uh dna kind of not really oh well uh, I'm, it's a stretch but i'm gonna i'm gonna pretend like this m- m- flows easily uh cellular agriculture fears has created a proposed ban on cultivated meat cultivated meat so one of the bills that's going through the Florida legislature right now would ban cultivated meat. We're not talking about like impossible meat or beyond meat, which are, are they call them meat, but they, I mean they're pretty straightforward. It is plant-based chemical compound. <laughs> it's a plant-based chemical compound is what impossible meat is beyond meat. Cultivated meat is actual lab-grown meat. Like lab-grown chicken, lab-grown seafood, lab-grown beef, lab-grown. So they're taking DNA of what would normally be beef and going, yeah, we can just make this in a lab. And so there's a bill that's going through the legislature right now that would ban manufacturing, sell, or distribution of cultivated. There's something about the phrase cultivated meat that just mm-hmm. turns my stomach. Yeah. Cultivated meat. Oh. <laughs> disgusting Mm -hmm. by the way i've been reading reports i've not verified it myself but i've read reports that there's certain breakfast sausages certain breakfast meats that you may pick up at the store near you that already are doing a mix of cultivated meats into the real meat i mean okay yeah uh let's see here then let's see here uh uh, reading a couple of texts here. Use the DNA to create honest politicians. Oh, <laughs> uh, once they became a politician, they, the honesty immediately go away. Uh, let's see here. The uh, there's a reason for the inmate DNA. Soylent Green. Yes. Soylent Green is people. And there's my segue between the two. Thank you very much. So I should have <laughs> did that, then got into mm. the uh, cultivated meat story. You should have sent me that text an hour ago, Dadgummit. All right, it's uh, Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. I'm Bobby Rossi filling in for Andrew. If you'd like to weigh in, text 850-437-1620. Coming up next, we've got, I have some more stories pertaining to the Florida legislative session. I'll let you know about some more bills that are going through the legislature. Plus, we'll get an update from David Wayne over the newsroom next right here on News Radio 92.3. What's fun and happening in Pensacola? You'll find out as the City of Pensacola Parks and Recreation Department talks about it here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Join us each month as we detail what's going on in your resource centers, parks, recreation programs, and the Community Maritime Park. It's a great month to get out and play, Pensacola. Tune in this Friday morning at 9.30. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. It's a fun game. It's not the best game, but it's an okay game. When you're driving around today, I want you to pay attention to bumper stickers and license plate frames. So if you're at a light, I want you to look and see, does that car have a Frontier Motors license plate frame or bumper sticker? 
Because here's what you're going to find. The first day you do this, you might see one. You might see none, but you probably see like one, maybe two. Second day, you see three or four. And by the time you've done it three or four days in a row, it'll feel like, oh, my God, did anybody buy a car from anywhere else? They'll be all over. And once you've kind of trained your eye to see it, you won't be able to unsee it, which, you know, maybe that's blessing, curse. I'm not really sure. But the point is loads and loads and loads of people have gone to Frontier and been happily satisfied customers. Those are endorsements, just like you hear me and Dave Ramsey, just like your neighbor, your friend, or all of the people driving on the road near you. So if you need a good quality, almost new car, the kind that you can count on and don't have to worry about, Frontier Motors, serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Gulf Coast businesses are set to lose over $10 million this month. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your Cybersecurity Tip of the Month. W-2s and 1099s are being sent out, and scammers are posing as both employees and employers to collect Social Security and bank account information. Be wary of requests asking to change address or bank information through email alone. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Visit datarevs.com for more information. Start your mornings off informed with all things Pensacola on the Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. I'm Bobby Rossi, filling in for Andrew on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Uh, I got a text here. Uh, we're talking about cultivated meat. We're talking about, well, we're talking about, first of all, Pizza Hut had the uh, up in Canada had a typo on their, um, on their sign. Um, due to unforeseen circumcisions, the dining room is closed. Well, obviously they meant circumstances, but that was kind of funny. So we, t- we joked about that a little bit. Got a text here. The menu down at Flounders has a typo. Uh, my wife is is the typo master. It says at the bottom of the menu, consuming raw seafood may sauce serious illness. Oh. May sauce it. Yeah. Oh, boy. Nothing like saucing serious illnesses. Get you going. We're talking about cultivated meat. And I was saying, I've been, I've been getting people sending me Facebook stuff saying cultivated meat's already in some of our breakfast sausages and stuff like this. Got a text mm-hmm. says, I don't think cultivated meat's in sausages. It would not be cost-effective. Hmm. Okay. By the way, in case you didn't know, last June, the USDA approved two companies who do cultivated meat to go ahead and start selling products in America. So uh, just in case you didn't know that. And then text here, after uh, listening to you, I'm craving a cultivated circumcision pizza. Hold the D. Hold the DNA, please. Yeah. Uh, nope. Oh, man. A cultivated circumcision pizza? Circumcision meat pizza? I don't know. This That's getting, it's getting saucy. Uh, Mars may be the red planet, but sunsets are blue. Wow, that'd be kind of crazy. Got a blue sunset with red dirt. Going to have like a purplish hue out there. Kind of interesting. And then finally, nine former presidents didn't have college degrees. George Washington, Andrew Jackson, Martin Van Buren, Zachary Taylor, Miller Fillmore, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Andrew Johnson, Grover Cleveland, and Harry S. Truman. They didn't have college degrees. Obviously, they were educated, but they didn't right. have college degrees. So I wonder what unfortunate circumcisions led up to that. Yeah, I don't. Fact, it, it, them not having 
degrees. Exactly. Interesting one. So uh, here's the text. I was actually kind of thinking the same thing actually to this. Cultivated meat would probably be a step up from sausage. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about hot dogs too. I'm like, cultivated meat might actually be better. Better than hot dogs. <laughs> this hot dog was grown on the back of a lab rat. It's like, yeah. hmm, still better than Oscar Mayer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, let's go over to David. Oh, wait, first let's get traffic on the fives. Okay, Jake Walker. all right. This traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Still seeing a lot of slowdown on Fairfield this morning. It's going to be slow there due to construction. Uh, we've got five blocks between uh, Hollywood and W Street. It's going to be very, very slow in both directions, down to one lane east and westbound from construction traffic there. Uh, I-29, or I-29, Highway 29 through Inslee, a little slow this morning from all the traffic lights getting into Pensacola. And Highway 98 go, uh, getting through Tiger Point at the light at Garson Point. That's going to be slowing down a little bit this morning. And I-10 at Pine Forest is showing its usual congestion. Otherwise, getting out of Milton through Pace this morning on Highway 90, I'm not seeing any slowdowns there. The curve on Scenic, getting onto Scenic Highway, is a little slow getting from Highway 90 to, to Scenic. Uh, and that's... that's, um, that's usual for this time of morning if you see anything else out there please let me know 437-1620 is our traffic tip line executive landscaping call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs i'm jake walker with traffic on the fives <laughs> we already have cultivated meat it's potted meat oh potted meat is still meat though yeah it's just been it's not it's not been lab grown so oh. I, I don't i don't think i've ever had potted meat i never had corned beef mm. until i was like 20 mm, that's good though i was like 20 years old i had corned beef my mom never made it growing up never had corned beef and when i had it, i'm like mom have you had this thing corn corn she's like yes and I, I never made that for you it's disgusting i was like no it's amazing mm. <laughs> and then i never had spam until mm. i was like 19 or 20 years old and i got out of the house when i got out of the house i started experimenting with foods beyond pot <laughs> my mom's italian so all i had was italian food all the time growing I'm up experiencing basically. i'm experimenting with potted meat mom yeah exactly um so how the first time I, i'm very curious the first time you had spam how was it prepared how did you eat it fried yes yes that is spam. the way everybody should be introduced to spam yeah i, I was like this is good stuff mm -hmm. it wasn't that bad i was well i've been uh yeah and then i had uh, I was overseas, and so I ended up having, like, teriyaki spam, and they had all mm. these flavored spams. I was like, what the what? You ever had Scrapple? No. Ooh. I've heard it. I've heard about it, though. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It's mm. hardcore. Hardcore one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go over to David Wayne in the newsroom. David, what you got going on in the news for us? Well, just ahead of Super Bowl week, the Culinary Union, Treasure Island, and the Plaza in, La in Las Vegas have now avoided a potential strike. Viva! Mm. More than a 1,000 hospitality workers represented by the union reached a tentative five-year agreement with Treasure Island on Tuesday. Early this morning, about 250 hospitality workers at the plaza did the same. Deals have yet to be reached between the union and 13 other hotel and casino properties on the Strip and in downtown Las Vegas. Nearly 3,000 employees are still working without a contract or a tentative deal in place. A strike deadline is set for Friday at 5 a.m. I'm Michael Kastner. And police in California looking for a bronze plaque that was stolen from a historic beach. in, uh, in This is in Manhattan Beach, California. The plaque was taken from Bruce Beach uh, in, there in Manhattan Beach, California. It apparently belonged at one point to a black entrepreneur couple that established a resort there in the 1920s. The land recently had been returned to their descendants. The plaque was installed in February, detailing the site's historical significance. And police believe the thieves 
stole the sign for scrap metal money. Mm. Yeah. You get the little thieves always coming up with little things like that. Real quick here, a couple Florida legislative uh, updates for you. There's a bill lowering the rifle buying age down to 18. That has cleared the House panel. A strip club dancer age restriction has advanced in the Senate. Can't be a strip club a stripper unless you're 21 years old. I'm for that. Yeah. Dependable traffic on the fives weekdays on News Radio 92.3 WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.